Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have Catherine again. This podcast is building on last week, so make sure you go and listen to last week's episode before you listen to this week's episode. You are gonna hear so many awesome things about selling on stories. Hey, don't forget about our masterclass. It is coming up, the best free masterclass we have ever done before. We are so excited about it. We are kicking off the decade in a really big way. Enjoy the podcast. I'm so excited to have Catherine back. Last week, we did a podcast all about taking massive action to get those massive results. And we are bringing her back because we are talking about something we both love so much, selling on stories. That's pretty much how we sell. A hundred percent. I mean, it's like 99. I don't know if it's a good thing. I mean, I think you should be going at it at all angles, but right now Instagram is working for us. It's working and we're working it hard. We're working and hard. I think that you are the queen of this. I don't know. In about my that. heart. Think about it. Really? When it was, stories are only a few years old, which is crazy to think Absolutely about. Absolutely crazy. And you just decided, hey, I'm going to start working my business from the stories. And you grew yeah. a huge, loyal following of people who love you. There, I said it. That's really sweet of you. It happened. I mean, when people are like, how do you get clients or how do you get students? I'm like 100%. And I think it's Instagram stories. I don't even think it's Instagram posts or any of that. I think it's all stories for me. I agree with that. And I have some, I have some new perspective on this, but stories. <gasps> Tell me. Well, I grew my entire first half of the year oh, that's on I, stories. Yes. And so I just think stories are where people get to know you. For sure. Really grow to like you. For sure. That's your tribe. Yes. And then that consistency that you show builds trust. Absolutely. Among other things that build trust. But I love everything about selling on stories. Yes. I want to be be clear really quick okay. before we start talking about this. There's a difference. We might think differently. I don't know. But there's a difference between sharing on stories and selling on stories. That is a great point. And I hope that my mind's where yours is because... Sharing is not the same thing as selling. No. Sharing is like, hey... Here's what I'm doing in my life. Hey, here's I'm at the mall. I here's my latte. <laughs> here's what I like to do. I'm at the zoo. That is so true. <laughs> but selling has to be with the other person in mind. Everything yes. you say and mm -hmm. everything you do needs to be with them in mind. Yes. And I think there's a little bit of a misconception where people are like, oh, all you have to do is share your life and then like sell a product. Mm. There's a lot more than that because I've heard people before when they're trying to get people to buy into what they do they're like oh listen you don't have to worry about being a salesperson you're not you're not going to sell you're, you're just sharing your life and I I just know that if if people just tweaked their mindset just a little bit and just saw them themselves as the professionals showing up on a platform to serve other people they would be an awesome bomb salesperson exactly and it's kind of sad that that's the advice that's been given because people truly do think i can post that i'm in the car i can post that i went to work yeah and people will want to buy from me and that's just not yeah the case yeah. and of course like they're sharing within the sale selling a, a little bit it just isn't the main message it's not the main it's message that helps them get to know you totally you want to build you want to build the trust and likability but gosh i just still think i'm thinking about bed sheets Tell me about bed sheets. I'm looking at this pillow right now. Bed sheets. That could be, hey, I got these bed sheets. Yes. But when you're servant focused and you're selling focused, you're actually like, hey, if you want sheets that are like kind of silky, 
kind of not, but they keep you cold at night. Yeah. This is the sheet you want. Here's a link on Amazon. It's a steal. Boom. Here's a link to Pottery Barn. It's a steal. Whatever. Yep. That is sharing and selling. Yes. You don't make a commission on it, but who cares? Yeah. But what if you did make a commission on it? How much better your commission would be? How much better and how much more fun? Oh, it'd be. And then it becomes kind of a kind of a game because you know how to play. You know how to tweak your words, tweak your tone, tweak. Hey, am I going to show my face? Am I going to do B-roll where I'm showing something else, but I'm talking, play with lots of different things and see how, how well you do. Exactly. Especially if you're a blogger. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we're going to get to this in a second, but yeah. the thing that I don't want people to overthink is like, you can help people with a lot of things. It could be sharing but then you tweak it to make it selling. Yes. Anything from coffee creamer to your coffee maker mm. doesn't matter. Mm. You can actually take Man, the position of selling. I've been selling people to put their Christmas up since before Halloween. Amen. You know what we've sold a lot of? The psychology of winning. The psychology of winning. At no Dennis commission. Whaley. At Dennis Waitley. <laughs> Where's our commission? Like? <laughs> Someone hook us Listen, up. Listen, I would share that if it cost me to share. If every time someone mm. bought it and it cost me money... I would share the heck out of it, even honestly, even more if it made people buy it. You know what? That might just need to be our new standard. Yeah, we'll pay. And you know Dennis. what? That is that really is servant leadership. And yeah, this is costing me something. Oh yeah, to share with you right now. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's important. Mm-hmm. And I love you enough that it's worth the cost. Yeah, you Ooh. are worth it. Come on. Yep, that's right. So one of the best ways to sell on stories is just from the top. Did you hear that snap? From the top, start with value. Talk about that, Kat. Starting with value means that we are not watering it down. We are coming straight with the message that we want someone to hear because we love them enough that we want to hear the story of perseverance. We want them to hear the product that they need to buy, the Mm -hmm. book that they need to buy. We're not trying to lose their attention. Right. We are starting with value because Mm -hmm. if you don't have their attention, if you're not speaking to their heart, then you've lost them. Lost them. That is the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. And those first five seconds of a story are actually incredibly potentially powerful. So you could start with, hey, everybody, uh, good morning. Uh, today's it is Monday and we have a, a exciting day and it's going to be awesome. Versus give me something with value. Today is the first day of guide culture. Woo! We have a new session and what these students can expect is a lot of clarity and personal growth and a new community of people who pull for them. Mm, that's amazing. Come right off the bat. Yeah, you could also do like a startling statement. I spent $10,000 in personal development this year. What if what if the case you were building or what you want to share is the power of investing in yourself and you just open with a powerful statement like that without watering down anything? Also, the words that you write on the screen. 100%. Like while you're sharing, I think the other day I wrote my my most expensive mistake I've ever made. It's tension getting. Yes, it is. And and the, you know, video you're not going to be perfect every time. Totally. Right? Just just sometimes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so if it does take you a second to get to the real value of what you want to say, put those words on the screen. Yes. So people know, hey, look, we're we're coming to talk about how you can learn your yes. your new favorite coffee creamer, your new favorite bed sheet. Mm. I'm here for it. Yes. You know? A lot of people watch it quiet. Or on silent. Oh, 80%. Yeah, you got you to gotta write the words. It takes a lot of extra time. And that is servant-minded. Because you love them that much that it's worth it. Yep. So start with value. And the way you really start with value is you kind of you plan what you're going to share. Now, I don't plan my stories long-term. Do you? 
I don't. Yeah. But when I have an idea, if I'm like, okay, the message that I want to share is doing something consistently. Maybe, maybe that's the overall message. Next, I'm going to think through some points that I want to share about that message. And after I think about those points, I'm going to think about of it an attention getter. And that attention getter is, is some way to start with value instantly. So that's, that's an, uh, an example. And, and really what it, that really does for you and your audience is you're really showing that you respect them because you value their time, that you are, are going to bring them something that is going to make their life better. Talking about how you haven't washed your hair in 10 days or talking about how, you know, it's just the Monday is Monday ever. It adds no value to people's life. Think about, okay, what is going to serve other people and just share that. Oh, oh, when I turn that around, see if you agree is, hey, Today's Monday, and what we can actually do with that to turn our mind around mm-hmm. if we're feeling overwhelmed is yes. this. That is how you add value to people. It's yes. not just like, woe is me. Right. My hair looks stupid, and now you're looking at it. Don't draw mm-hmm. attention to yourself because mm-hmm. that's not serpent-minded. Yeah, one thing that you've said before to me uh, when you do Instagram stories in your bathroom, you're like, you said something one time, you're like, I always want to talk about how I like need to paint it or something. Like, like. I literally hate it. Yeah, you hate your bathroom. And, and just my, a lot of the decoration in my bedroom. And you never point it out. And don't. And I love that so much about you. And guess what? No one is thinking about your bathroom. They're thinking about themselves. That's right. And that's okay. I that's know what that. you want. You want. Because guess what? You're thinking about them too. So you're like, that's perfect. Right. We're on the same page. Exactly. This is perfect. Like, that's not value for you. It's about me. I just love that so much. I love it so much. You're the queen of this. You do so awesome. And you know what? Over time, it can just become a thing. You know the towel I have behind me? Yeah. It just becomes part of you. She has a towel hanging over her shower. At all times. Just own it. Just work it. Just own it. And and now people probably see a towel over their shower and they're like, oh, it's like Catherine. That's awesome. You're right. Which makes you a talk trigger. That's your talk trigger. Who knew? Who knew? For another episode. (laughs) stay tuned so another thing that you can do to sell on stories oh i love this so much repeat important things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again repetition is king you know they say when someone hears something for the seventh time they really hear it for the first time they say that when they hear it for the first couple times there's a lot of eye roll a lot of eye roll and as they get to the fifth sixth and seventh time you start to get buy-in man and they said, I read this in the book, in a book, it said, you know, when you're repeating something, change your heart and your mindset to like, ugh, I've already said this three times to I've said this three times. I only got four more to go. Man. Have the heart and being willing to, to cost you the time, the energy, the effort to be able to repeat what's important and what you want to get across over and over again. Repetition does a lot of things. Yeah, it starts to change you. It changes you. It grows your belief. And it shows other people who maybe are, have been listening the whole time, hey, I, now I believe you more. Yes. That is what people are waiting for, mm-hmm. to see what you believe. Yes, so true. One thing I think about that you believe, Catherine, a lot is is perseverance. I do. I believe wholeheartedly in, in not saying it one or two times and then giving up or, you know, exercising once and feeling bad and then stopping. It's about that overcoming yourself and just keep going. Yeah. Because that's when you see the fruit. Yeah. And what's really cool is is you repeat the message of perseverance in so many different ways. You repeat it in your words. Like you talk about it. Wouldn't you agree that you talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. You repeat it in your actions. Your 
business is a huge resemblance of that. And also your your goals of running, your goals to go to New York. Yeah, it was. Like your vision of your life, you have unlimited perseverance to that. Yeah. And that is a message you repeat to people over and over and over again. Yeah, I don't want to see people quit. And so I can't. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's just an overall message yeah. I am passionate about. And I think it's really awesome to have a general message of like, okay, this is what I believe in. For me, personal development is I believe in it. Having a growth mindset, investing in yourself. I mean, I have this whole list of things that I believe in and be willing to share it in different ways with different stories. Just like Catherine is sharing perseverance with different stories, different examples, and her different just life, life circumstances. She's repeating it in different ways because it, it's going to hit people in different ways. Yeah, truly. You never know who's listening. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes I'll share the same message with different stories and different amounts of people, different types of people will message me and tell me how much that meant to them. And some stories resonate with people better than others. A million percent. Yeah. So you have to be willing to do that over and over and over again. And one of the things, if you're out there and you're running a business on Instagram, first of all, don't worry about being perfect. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about anyone messaging you. This is the long game. Mm -hmm. This is you growing your belief. You growing your skill of speaking it and it's going to come, you know? Oh yeah. And I think this also is going to be huge as a parent. Oh, right. I mean, I think about the messages my parents repeated to me over and over and over again. Like for example, a big thing that I remember so vividly, you know, I go back and I think about my childhood now and I think about all the the principles that I know and how they incorporated as parents. And it was when I was turned 16 And I was speeding. I was driving a little faster than I needed to drive. And they knew this because they put a tracking device in my car. And every time I went over speed limit, it would text them. You know, back in the day, we didn't have apps where you could do that. It would text them. It would text them the road I was on, the speed I was going, the direction I was going, and they would make me come home every time. Okay. And I hated it, obviously. I mean, I was going so slow compared to everybody else. I was, you know, trying to be cool, 16 years old. And they would repeat the message in lots of different ways about why it's important to go slow, why it's important to go slow, why it's important to go slow. And there was a couple of stories that resonated with me that got me to buy in. There was two that I remember. They told me lots, but they repeated it in different ways over and over. And there were two that resonated with me. Number one was, I was like, I would say, dad, you know, I'm in the right-hand lane. Everybody is zooming past me. They're going around me. I'm going like 55 on Georgia 400. It's embarrassing. And he said, Macy, the people that are zooming past you could have 50, 60 years of experience in driving. You have six months experience in driving. And that put it in perspective for me. And I was like, man, he's right. Like I don't have the experience that all these 50 year olds have. And another story he said, he said, Macy, if you crash going 70, you might not live. If you crash going 50, you're probably going to live. You're probably just going to be hurt and you'll be able to heal it and you're going to live. And you are going to crash at some point. And so you're going to crash doing it slow. And that that resonated with me. And I was like, man, he is right. I don't think I said that he was right at 16, but in my heart, I was like, man, I think he's right. And I bought into just obeying and going the speed limit. And to this day, I am not a fast driver. Love it. Thank you, Lloyd. But those are just examples, like as as a parent, it's like, okay, what's important? Don't just repeat, like, you need to go slow, you need to go slow, you need to go slow, but repeat different stories of why it's so important to go slow. Yeah, very, very up your message. Yeah, it changed my life. It changed my life. Mm -hmm. It's so critical to be able to do that. And you have to believe in it enough and love somebody enough to do the work to repeat Mm -hmm. what's important. Okay, so Macy. Yeah. What do we say to the person who's like, what do I even talk about? 
I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> what would you say to them? Fun topic. What would you say? I would say what goes in comes out. The more that you fill yourself up with the good stuff, i.e. personal development. Someone might be listening to this and they're like, what even is personal development? Talk through that. For sure. So for me right now, it's books on leadership, on business, on mindset. Mindset was the first thing that I really started to craft through my input of reading personal development books. If you're in Audible, you could search personal development and find a title that's sits with you but psychology of winning is the first one i read that number one number one that changed my mindset and i was able to speak on that on my stories Mm -hmm. and share that i loved how you said it's it's personal development books and topics of what is interesting you right now yeah like how you said leadership right now is what's what i'm really into Mm -hmm. i I love that because it is going to change depending on kind of the season of life you're in definitely and you know what i i had an epiphany There's a lot of books out there that are motivational, that are educational, inspiring, all the things, and they all have their place. What I think for personal development to change you, I think you need to walk away challenged. You don't need to walk away feeling good about yourself. You need to walk away feeling challenged. And not every every type of author is at that. It's not this hype story. It's about what's really going to change you and challenge you as a leader in business, as a new business owner as someone who needs to shift their mindset. So mm-hmm. I say stick with strong input that has credibility of people who you admire and stick with that. Wow. Not just what's popular. That's really strong. That was beautifully said. Yeah, I really, I really love that. Can you talk more about what it, what it really feels like to be challenged? Like, I think some people might be listening to this and they're like, wait, what does that mean? Like the personal development books I read make me feel really like rah, rah, I can do it, which is super critical. Mm-hmm. It's super important. What if they have never experienced being challenged? What does that look like for you? That's a good point. So you don't want to feel defeated, but just like, man, like I have so much more to, more growth to do. Like my mindset has been a little bit, I dwell on the negative and now I am challenged to dwell on the positive because that is the direction my life is going to go. So it's not just about pepping you up. That is not, that is motivational, but motivation only lasts 24 hours. So we need to start arming ourselves and strengthening our minds by being challenged, I think. Yes. Here's the cool thing about when you start to add value from a genuine place that is serving others, that is loving others, and it's all about them is People actually start talking about it. In the last episode, we talked about growing that cold market. And hello, when you are changing the mindset and the lives of your followers, even day-to-day small things, they want to share you with someone. That is the nature of humans, Mm -hmm. word-of-mouth marketing, even in the small things about, hey, this coffee creamer, this book, whatever. That is the things people want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And that is huge for business. Word-of-mouth marketing is probably my favorite i think so 100 percent. if someone heard about me from their neighbor i'm like praise that is that is a good sign they are i think in like so high percent more likely to buy from you be mm-hmm. more loyal because what happens when you add value to others and they share they're going to be more likely to believe the same things as you mm-hmm. on maybe at any level at mm-hmm. any level and then they are more likely to probably buy from you mm-hmm. be loyal to you and create a network with you exactly really really powerful so powerful this whole adding value planting seeds 
thing that we were just talking about. Let's, let's talk about it. So I want to be careful and not use the ad value like jargon mm-hmm. where it's just this. What does that mean? Like mm-hmm. it makes me want to pull my hair out. What does mm-hmm. that mean? I think a lot of people say it, but I don't think a lot of people really know what, what it might mean. Exactly. Okay. So adding value, what would the opposite of that be? It would be taking value. Right. Okay. Which is not good. We want don't want to take value. Okay. So then we're giving, right? If adding is giving, let's look at it like seeds in a garden planting seeds and sowing seeds. So what if you looked at adding value like sowing seeds in a garden and you want to reap a harvest, you're planting seeds. Did I plant seeds today? You know, did I add value today? Did I plant seeds today? And then as you plant every single day, you also cultivate every day, you water them, you fertilize them with more information, with more consistency, with more passion. And then over time, that's when you get the harvest. That's when you reap. You're not asking, hey, what value did I take today? What did I reap today? It's like, no, what did I sow today? Mm -hmm. What did I add today? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the mindset that's a little bit confusing, Mm -hmm. but much more freeing when you look Mm -hmm. at it that way. Yeah. And if, if you think it's valuable for maybe one person or if it helped you, information that you learned that helped you, if it helps one other person, it's worth it. Sometimes I think people are paralyzed by like, oh, this isn't strong enough or this content or these ideas aren't good enough to share with people because everybody already knows. Oh, my gosh. That is not, not true at all. It's not. Oh, my gosh. The, the way I had to get started was, did this help me? Yeah. And are the people following? That's perfect. If you are trying to figure out, ask, did this help me? If it did, it's going to be valuable for somebody else. One time, it was a little bit like a few months ago, and I put the teletie, those little hair ties, in the microwave. And I said, you know, it's about 30 seconds. And I put a video of it shrinking back in the microwave. I mean... It, it helps you. It help. Hopefully it helps someone else too, you know? It's so it just doesn't have to be serious. No, it doesn't. And then people will be like, Catherine Schubert told me that you can shrink them back up in the microwave. That's a, a word of mouth sharing. Crazy, right? And then can I also just add another layer to this? Always. Because I'm all about attracting people who have things in common with you. So what type of people are going to buy teleties? People who also want skincare, people who also are probably willing to spend money on trainings and products. and Because they're spending a little bit more on a hair tie. Right. Like if all I did was talk about McDonald's. Right. No, no offense, obviously. But it's like you, the things that you talk about, if they align with other people who you have commonality with and they are going to trust you. Absolutely. Be more likely to work with you. Amazing. So true. At the end of the day, people are, are buying you. They might not necessarily be buying a a product, but they are buying you. And the best way to sell yourself is to not talk about yourself, but to add value to other people. And people are going to buy what they perceive as valuable. Mm -hmm. And if they perceive you as valuable because you are adding value to yourself by growing and doing personal development, and they say, man, Catherine is full of value. And that is perceived value. And so they are going to buy into Catherine. That, to me, that is the biggest testament of your growth is people are like jumping ship from companies because they perceive you as to be valuable and you are valuable. Yes. They're jumping companies. They're jumping consultants. They're jumping all these ships because they want to be with the person that, that they perceive as valuable. That's just how it works. Yeah. We want to be around people who we can get something from and it's not in a selfish way. But it's, it is how humans work. Totally. It's and we, making ourselves valuable, it helps us to grow and then helps us make a bigger impact and attracts, again, the right people into mm-hmm. your life. 
Yeah. That's a standard. Totally. And if you're like, I just don't even know where to start with a book, start with the psychology of winning. And then you can head to my website, macymcneely.com. There's a favorites list and there's a book section of that. Start there. I know some people are just going through those books from top to bottom. That is an amazing place to start. Also, I love listening to podcasts with people that are being interviewed because usually they have a book. And so I can listen to the person and see that that's somebody that I vibe with. And if they seem like a good fit for me, I will, I'll find a book from them and it changes the game. I also think we were talking about this. I think reading a book is more powerful than listening to a book. I feel that way too. Because we take notes. I mean, hardcore. Mm-hmm. We're like highlighting. We have Google Docs. We have things that we refer to over and over again because repetition is the king of learning. And also we use it for a daily deposit. And you just can't take notes like you can when you're reading if you're listening. No. One time I did try to basically transcribe Psychology of Winning yeah. as I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And then that note actually got lost. Mm-hmm. So... I just, I say stick with a hard copy yeah, and then have Audible as backup. Yeah. Or start with Audible if you have some credits and then if it's worth buying, then then buy it and take some notes and be a student. You are in school. The minute you graduate from college is when school begins. That's how you have to see it. You want people to be drinking from a, a stream, a, a fresh stream. You don't want them to be drinking from a still pond. You want them to be drinking from somebody who's always growing. You might be thinking to yourself... You know, what does reading have to do with selling? Everything. It really is. And, you know, from last week's podcast that we're talking about, it's it's growing you. It actually saves you time Mm -hmm. because you are putting out the right kind of value Mm -hmm. for the right kind of people. And you just need to have faith in that and Mm -hmm. trust us that this is what's worked for growing three Mm -hmm. businesses now. Yeah. Your first business, totally. your current one, and now mine. Ugh, yeah. And now it's creating more opportunities for me mm-hmm. simply because I started with reading. Oh, yeah. And then I added an exercise. You guys, the Instagram portion of this is the easiest. I'm not saying it's not scary, but I am saying you can Google anything about Instagram. It is all very, very simple. That is just the implementation. All the actual work is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Taking action is the quick part. So Please true. don't overthink that. Yeah, it's the, we're talking the long game here. This is not the short game of like, man, I just want to make this much money a, a month. This is the long game of having a long-term business and being a long-term leader mm-hmm. that is going to lead your audience, going to lead your people and your customers really well. I love this so much. It's so good. Selling stories, which really means at the end of the day, grow yourself. It absolutely does. Aggressively. And then people just want your product because they love you and trust you. Yeah. That's the cool part, guys. So, And then you get to help people in, a, in an area that you're passionate about. It's so fun. It's full circle. It's awesome. Yeah. And I will say, like, Kevin has had so many opportunities in so many different areas. And I feel like I can say this. Like, I don't know if those opportunities would happen, have happened if you weren't investing in yourself. Absolutely not. <laughs> they would not have. There's no no way. No. And that's what pains me about having conversations with people. I'm like, you have to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and you have to be in for the long game. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. Catherine, thank you so much for showing up in these last two weeks. Thank you so much. I love it. You bring so much value. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week.